Hey everybody, David Snell here from Saints Unscripted, here today to talk to you about preparing to teach President Dallin H. Oaks' general conference talk from October 2023 called Kingdoms of Glory. It's going to be fun. So, uh, just a little bit of background about me. Uh, I'm a I'm host on the Latter-day Saint YouTube channel, Saints Unscripted. Um, I'm the Sunday School president in my ward currently. I've been in presidencies and, and a teacher in the past as well. Um, not a professional teacher. Well, I guess you could maybe with through Saints Unscripted. Not a licensed teacher. I guess what I'm saying is that I'm a normal member like all of you. Um, and, and I may not have the, I may not be the best teacher around, but I have some tips for you today, uh, that will hopefully help you as you prepare to teach this talk. So let's jump right in. So the first thing you want to do, if anybody is a teacher in the church, you need to be familiar with teaching in the savior's way. And if you are familiar with it, it will kind of give a good, uh, outline for you. It, It will kind of be provide some guardrails for you as you prepare to teach. So I've got my little cheat sheet behind the camera. Uh, so if you see the reflection of the computer screen in my glasses, that's what that is. I apologize in advance. But in teaching in the Savior's way, they go over four main principles that should be guiding your thoughts as you teach. So the first one is love those you teach. And it talks about focusing on people, not lessons. Okay, and, and, and that's really important because ultimately the spirit, who is the ultimate teacher, is going to be focusing on the people. So if the spirit is focusing on the people, we need to be focusing on the people, right? So before you teach, as you prepare your lesson, have your class in mind. Have the people in your class in mind. What do they need? What are they going through? What questions might they have? What doctrines could we teach that might be able to help them wherever they're at, um, so, so keep that in mind. We're, we're, here to, we're here to teach people, not just lecture or, or give lessons. Um, all right. The second thing that we, um, well, I, I, I'll also say one more thing about loving those you teach. From a personal perspective, um, I've had a lot of really, really amazing teachers in the past, but more so than anything they taught me, I remember how I felt in their classroom. And you probably can relate to this. Um, I remember the environment. I remember that they took an interest in me, that they, uh, you know, appreciated me or um, involved me in the class. So I I think that it's important that as we teach, uh, this goes along with loving those you teach, remember that, that they're probably going to remember feeling the spirit in your class much more than any one thing that you may or may not teach. Does that make sense? Just keep that in mind. And it also kind of takes the pressure off of you because if you say something stupid, they're probably going to forget. People are generally generally quite forgiving, I think, um, when it comes to those classroom settings. So, love those you teach. The second point from teaching in the Savior's way is teach by the spirit. This is, this is kind of obvious, but at the same time, I think that sometimes we forget uh, to invite the Spirit into our lessons and into preparing the lessons. So before you start preparing to teach President Oak's talk, pray and invite the Spirit. Start your preparation with a prayer. 
start your class, your your teaching with a, a prayer. Before you teach, pray. And then, of course, we pray at the beginning of the actual class. Uh, but invite the Spirit into, into the room as best you can through prayer, through, you know, the environment. Clean up a little bit if you need to. Um, I think of Elder David A. Bednar, who is extremely good at this. I went through, actually, the last... 10 years worth of general conference talks. And in every single one, at some point in his introduction, at the beginning of his talk, he he invites the Spirit. He says something along the lines of, I pray that the Spirit will be present to confirm to you the truth of what I'm going to say today. Something along those lines. Uh, he does it every time, though. You can tell that it is a focus for him. He is trying intentionally to teach by the Spirit. And we need to do the same thing. You don't necessarily have to say, hey, uh, I pray that the Spirit will be with us today. Uh, that would be a good thing for a prayer. But but do what you can to uh, create an environment where the, the Spirit can teach. Um, all right. The third point from teaching in the Savior's way that will help guide you as you prepare to teach this talk is teach the doctrine. And this is going to be super easy with President Oak's talk because it is just, it is full of doctrine. Sorry, my wife came in to say hi. Um, it is full of doctrine. It's just, it's doctrine after doctrine after doctrine, clearly stated. He uses the word doctrine several times just to make it easy on us. But one thing that might be good for you to do as you prepare to teach this talk is go through the talk and just highlight all the doctrine that stands out to you at least. You might end up highlighting the entire talk, but at least highlight the stuff that stands out to you. For instance, in the uh, first paragraph of the talk, he says, Foremost among that doctrine is the fact that our Heavenly Father loves all his children so much that he wants us all to live in a kingdom of glory forever. Um and, and, and that's like, if you want to, that can be something you can focus on as you teach is, is just, is that doctrine of our heavenly father loves us and that we are his children. That is something that is very basic for Latter-day Saints. It's something we've been taught since, since we were kids, it's something we sing about in primary. Um, but in other Christian denominations, it's not a given. It's not a given that we are children of God in other Christian denominations, and this is not to, to be bashing on them, and you don't want to do that in your class, of course. You want to be respectful and loving towards those not in your class as well. But but they believe that we are creations of God, not spirit children of God. They believe that we are of a completely different species uh, than God, which which to Latter-day Saints, is it might be kind of surprising, but it's a unique doctrine for us. Um, at least generally speaking. And so it might be good to bring that up and say, hey, why is this important? You know, here's the doctrine. Why does it matter? Um, and we'll circle back to that principle in a minute. But anyways, that's just one example of some of the doctrine. My voice is getting rough. Pardon me. Um, <clears throat> there's lots of other stuff you could choose from. Um, obviously, the most the most obvious being the subject of his talk, which is specifically that after we die, we're all going to be uh, going to one of three kingdoms of glory. Uh, lots of doctrine in here to pick from. Have at it. 
and take note of what stands out to you and what the spirit is kind of prompting you to bring up in class. And you can kind of prioritize, you're going to have to prioritize really maybe your top two or three or four doctrines that you you, you know you want to talk about and then some backup ones if there's time um, in the class to get to. So, um, oh, another thing you can do as you teach the doctrine, maybe right off the bat, is you could show a video. The church has some really good uh, short videos. There's, I mean, on comefollowme.org or on their YouTube channel, they've got like a two-minute video about, you know, what happens after you die. But on the church's um, YouTube channel, they have like six or seven-minute videos, a couple of them, about what happens after death or about the plan of salvation in general. It might be good to show one of those videos just to kind of give a primer to your students so that they um, can brush up on some of these doctrines in case they're unfamiliar with them or if they need a refresher. Um, and it's also something that's that's different, that's engaging. We don't generally, generally speaking, we don't use a whole lot of video content in our lessons. So doing so might... Um, be a way to liven things up a little bit if you need to. So um, another thing having to do with teaching the doctrine. Okay, so this is, it's, it's important that in addition to covering the what of doctrine, that you talk about the why, focus on the why. So you can say, the doctrine is, is that after this life, we go to one of three kingdoms, the telestial, the terrestrial, the celestial kingdom. Great. Why is that important? And that can be a question that you can ask to your class. Why does this matter? What's the point? Like, what, why, is this, what, why is this a unique belief of Latter-day Saints? What makes it important? Why is it meaningful to you personally? Uh, I'm one of those people that... that learns best for better or worse when when it kind of comes from myself or or, or that that sounds bad but like in a classroom setting it can be helpful to instead of just tell your your students the insight that you're getting at it can be better to ask them questions so that they come to realize that insight for themselves, that they, they come to learn about it themselves. I think that that's a more valuable way of, um, of teaching and learning. Um, so when it comes to a lot of these doctrines, instead of just saying, this is important, this is valuable, because say, why is this important? Why is this valuable? And get feedback and, and interaction from the class. Um, okay. Let's see, next. Okay, I I really wanted to talk about, so I know in these videos we're not supposed to get into commentary a whole lot about, you know, what we like from the talks. We're supposed to be talking more about how you can teach it. But there was a really cool thing, thing in this talk, a theme in this talk that uh, I really liked, and and maybe it's something that can help you as you teach. Maybe it's something that you might want to highlight as you teach. And it was it was the principle of agency in President Oaks' talk. I was shocked by how often he repeats it. He talks about agency over and over and over again. And I, in another color, I highlighted in his talk all the different 
times that, that stood out to me that he talks about it, even in the, the summary heading of his talk, he says, we have a loving heavenly father who will see that we receive every blessing and every advantage that our own desires and choices allow. So kind of putting it on us, like this, is, this isn't just about some guy who's going to, you know, smash a gavel and send you where you need to go. This is throughout your life and through your choices, you, you're choosing which kingdom of heaven you're going to end up in. And he repeats this over and over again. Um, in the first paragraph, his plan gives us the teachings and the opportunity to make the choices that will assure us the destiny and the life we choose. Later on, he mentions... Um, Send all the children of God to one of these kingdoms of heaven according to the desires manifested through their choices. And two paragraphs later, he says, That plan begins with our life as spirits before we were born, and it reveals the purpose and conditions of our chosen journey in mortality and our, our desired destination thereafter. Later on, uh, the kingdom of glory we receive in the final judgment is determined by the laws we choose to follow in our mortal journey. It just keeps going over on and on and on about agency. All of God's children will inherit a kingdom of glory whose laws they can comfortably abide. Like you're going to choose where you're going to be most comfortable. And we don't have time to go. I've highlighted one, two, three four, there are at least four other parts of this talk that go over um, agency and and the role of agency in the plan of salvation. That is something that I have not seen emphasized a lot uh, in other treatments of this topic. So it might be something fun to go over in your classrooms, and it might be a good thing to talk about and and then ask the question, again, why is this important? What, why is he emphasizing this so much? There's got to be a reason. And you can talk about that in your class. Okay. Um, so we're talking about teaching the doctrine. Another thing you might want to do is study this topic beyond just the talk that you're, that you're uh, reading. And a good way to do that is go in, go in the footnotes of the talk and see what, what uh, President Oaks is referencing. Um, for instance, it was kind of interesting. There's a talk where he talks about the final judgment and he says that, uh, it's not the, the sum total of, um, oh, here it is. The final judgment is not just an evaluation of a sum total of good and evil acts, what we have done. It is based on the final effect of our acts and thoughts, what we have become. And he goes on to say, it's not enough for anyone just to go through the motions. The commandments, ordinances, and covenants of the gospel are not a list of deposits required to be made in some heavenly account. Uh, The gospel of Jesus Christ is a plan that shows us how to become what our heavenly father desires us to become. So that paragraph that I just read, he actually, that is not the first time he said that. If you go to the footnotes, he's referencing himself from a talk he gave 23 years ago, back in October of 2000. Um, so you can tell that this is something that's been on his mind for a long time. And there have been a few other, if you go to like the tool, um, general conference corpus online, you can type in words and phrases and then it'll show you all of the different times those words and phrases have shown up in general conference talks throughout the history of the church. Um, there have been a few other times where other authorities have quoted this exact thing, uh, between 2000 and now, um, but anyways, there, the, if you go to the footnotes, there are little nuggets like that, that, uh, can be interesting or helpful or can kind of show you 
what things he's emphasizing over the years, over a long period of time that can be fun for your class to know. Okay, the last point from uh, Teaching in the Savior's Way to help guide your teaching is invite diligent learning. And this can happen during the class and it can happen after the class. So think of some invitations that you can give your class at the end of the class um, or throughout the class for for after class, some kind of homework stuff that they can take and and put into practice in their lives. Um, try and make it practical. We don't like homework in the church, uh, in, in, in you know, Elders Corn Relief Society. We're not big fans of it, generally speaking. Um, so try to make it something practical and doable that people will be interested in doing. Uh, but as far as inviting diligent learning in the classroom setting, ask inspired questions. I think this is another one of the, the, the sub points under invite diligent learning in, in teaching in the Savior's way. Ask inspired questions. Um, so I'm just going to throw several out there that may or may not be inspired. If you feel inspired to use them, then use them. Um, and some are better than others. But for instance, you could ask, there's a lot going on in this talk, which there is doctrinally. It covers a lot. But what stood out to you personally? What touched your soul? Or you could ask, why do you think President Oaks emphasized personal agency so much? Why is that important? We went over that already. What questions or problems does our understanding of the plan of salvation solve? Um, Later on in the talk, he talks about those who qualify for the different kingdoms, right? The celestial, terrestrial. In the terrestrial, he he talks about those who are not valiant in the testimony of Jesus. What does that mean? Maybe you can explore that. Ask that question. Uh, Or what does it mean to be blinded by the craftiness of men? Sometimes we read these things, but but these uh, qualifiers don't come with definitions. And so uh, it can be a good exercise to just talk about it in class and, and see what people are thinking about it. Um, what does it look like to be convinced of the gospel, but not converted to it? What does it look like to be converted to it? How does our knowledge about what happens after this life change how we live this life? These are just some questions you could think about asking, um, in your class, I'm running out of time here, so there's a lot more that could be said. Really, this is a meaty talk. There's a lot, a lot going on. Um, but if you keep in mind these general teaching tips, go over, uh, uh, sorry, love those you teach, teach by the Spirit, teach the doctrine, and invite diligent learning. If, if you kind of use those guideposts um, to help you channel your, your teaching, it's going to be it's going to be awesome. I think you're going to do great. Thank you for listening. Hopefully this was helpful. I tend to ramble a little bit sometimes. Forgive me. Um hopefully uh this 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 is helpful to you and you got some insights from it to help your classes. Let me know how it goes in the comments if you end up teaching this talk. It's it's going to be a popular one this year, I think. So, anyway, thank you guys for listening. Have a great day.